tonight I want to uh, speak on a, a message and I tit- that I titled, How God Comes to Us. How God Comes to Us. How He Does Come to Us. There is really no deep revelation in this. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> he has just one way He comes to every one of us. He comes to us through Jesus. That's the only way that God comes to us. And we go to God through, that's the way it is. He comes to us only through Jesus. And we go to Him only through Jesus. There is no other way. I am the way, the truth, and the life. No other way to go to God. And God has no other way. To come to us except through Jesus. If God wants to come to you, if God wants to minister to you, if God wants to do anything in your life, the only way he has is to go through Jesus. Jesus Christ is the revelation of the word of God. Jesus is the revelation of the word of God. That word of God is that creative force that was in the beginning when God spoke the universe into being. I want to let you know that that creative force is still the same today. That power of creation is still available to us today. It's that power of God that God is walking through in our lives and in your life. But you see that Jesus comes only comes to us only through the love of God. For God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son. When God comes into your life, when God gives you a revelation of Jesus Christ, when God gives you a revelation of the Word, all He's telling you, I love you. Amen. When God opens your eyes, it's a revelation of His love towards you. If you can't see it, you don't have the revelation yet. But when you have that revelation, this word is open to you. God is revealing to you, I love you. And now you can see it. How do we go to God? Through Jesus. And how does God come to us? Through Jesus. The revelation of his word. And that creative force is still available to us today. The Bible says the word is light. Light is revelation. The word is light. And that light is the life of man. So that word of God, every time God opens your eyes, every time God reveals something to you from the word, God's giving you light. And what do you have with light? You have life. Life in any area that God is unveiling His Son to you. His Son covers, His Word, Son, covers every area of life. If you search the Scriptures. Every area is covered. When God opens your eyes to whatever area of the Son, whatever that is, you have light. And once you have light, you have life in that area. 
until you have light in that area, until the word is revealed to you in that area, you remain in dark. And that's where Satan operates. That's how God comes to us. Through the Son. Once you get to know the Son, once you get get to know the Word of God, the Son, your life changed in whatever area you get to know Him. So throughout life as Christians, we are trying to study the Son to get to know the Son better in whatever area. Because if you don't know Him in that area, if the power of the Son the power of the light of the Word of God is not revealed to you if the truth, which is the Word of God, notice different words. If it's not revealed to you, you remain in bondage. So we seek to know the Word. We seek to know the Son. Even better. Because He comes to us with supernatural life. Supernatural life is not the life of the world. He came to give us life and to give us life in abundance. That's not the life that we already had here. This was the life that He brought from heaven to us. And we only received that light when our eyes were opened to the revelation of the Son of God. We're coming to this. If you go in First John chapter 1, we don't need to go there yet. We'll come into that later. But you know, John is saying, you know, that which was from the beginning, which our eyes have seen, we handled the Word of God personified in Jesus Christ. Oh, how wonderful. And how wonderful they felt. They didn't know it when they were around him, but later they understood the power of the one that was standing with them and speaking to them. And they knew they could change the world. No holding back. It's that revelation, that supernatural life that he brought to us that supersedes the natural life so that we can get to know him. It is the life of God. It is the life of God that Jesus brought from heaven to us. Not the life of man. It was, a son has the same life as a father. Right? The life of a son is the same as that of his father. Life is life. So when Jesus brings the, natural, the life of God to us, we have the life of the father. It's supernatural life. That Jesus brought to us from heaven. If you read in First John chapter, 12, uh, chapter 1 verse 12. It says, but as many as received him. Uh, the thing is to receive that life. He gave the right to become children of God. Like father, like son. Children of God. Keep it simple. That's why I said there is no deep revelation in this message tonight, right? <laughs> Just like our Father. And as you're hearing the word tonight, if your heart is open to receive, some, there is a transaction taking place right now. The life of God is being infused into you because God only comes to you through His Word. Through His Word. As many as received Him, Not just believe, receive Him. 
Receive the word. Don't argue with the word. Receive the word. May not make sense because his ways are higher than our ways. His thoughts than our thoughts. We receive his word into our lives. Contrary to our life and what we feel and what we're going through. But we know he is the truth. He is the word of God. This is revelation from heaven. He came from heaven so that we can have life and have it more abundantly. How can you understand that life? You've never been around it. It came from heaven. This is the first time you are being around it. Receive that life so that your life is transformed. Amen. As many as received him, he gave the right. In other words, you now have the right to have a full revelation of the Father. Jesus said, if you've seen me, you've seen the Father. You want to see God and not die? See Jesus. Amen. I like to see God. But when you see Jesus, if you see God the Father, you die. But if you see Jesus, you're still seeing God the Father, but you never die. And you live. Amen. As many as received Him. As many as received Him. Every time you reject any part of God's Word, you reject Him. Every time you question any part of God's word, for whatever reason, you've rejected him. He came to his own, but his own did not receive him. Right? They didn't receive him. But as many as received him, he gave the right to be children of God. When you receive God with an open heart, With a heart of joy. Because you're special. To God you are. Because everybody can't see him. But you see him. Makes you special. Because God has unveiled his son to you. Jesus said, why is it that my word doesn't make any sense to you? How come you don't receive? Because you don't belong to God. If you were of God, you would receive me. Because I came from him. And when you can receive him, that says you are of God and you are a family member. You live just like God. Children of the living God. As many as received him, he gave the right to become. You become, amen, you become a child of God. Even though you are living on the earth, you are like a little God living on the earth. That's the way heaven sees it. You belong here. He who is from above is above all. You belong there. You are a citizen. That's why he calls us ambassadors, right? Uh, An ambassador is living in a different country from the original country, right? We are ambassadors because in God's mind, we came from there. And the enemy respects us. Amen. I'd like to digress a little bit. Because it's exciting. I'd like you to go with me to Hebrews. I'll come back to my message, but I cannot resist. This is too good. (laughs) This is too good. Amen? Hebrews chapter 1.
we read Hebrews chapter 1. We go always towards the end of the chapter. From verse 13. This is really good. For me it's good. Maybe you've seen it well before, but it's good for me. He says, but to which of the angels, to which of the angels has he ever said, sit at my right hand till I make your enemies your footstool. But to which of the angels has he ever said, that's verse 13. He says, verse 14, are they not, how many of them? How many of them? That includes Michael, that includes Angel Michael, that includes Gabriel. Are they not all serving spirits, more ministering spirits, sent forth to serve for or minister for those? They are ministering for those who are heirs of salvation. All of them. All of the angels, they've been sent forth. Who were they ministering to before they were sent forth? Just God himself, right? If you read Isaiah chapter 6, they are flying and ministering to God, all the angels right now. Is there any angel taken out that is not sent to minister to you? According to the scripture, all of them have been sent. All of them. I don't know how they can be there and be here at the same time. But I believe that they get messages from there and they come down to serve. Every one of them. Every one of them. I used to like to read about Angel Gabriel. Amen. They can serve you. They can serve you. Everyone. To minister for you. Why? Because you are a child of God. You are a family member. You are a king. You are a priest in the house of God. You are a prince in the house of God. Through the revelation of his word. That's how we got to be that way. Everything that God does, he does through his word. Everything is through his word. There is nothing God would do without his word. Why? Because his word is Jesus. God cannot do anything apart from his word. So when we receive the word of God, we receive God and we receive Jesus himself. When we act on the word of God, we act on Jesus and God himself. When we refuse to act on the word of God, we have refused to act on Jesus and the word, because God and His Word are one and the same. So when I hear the Word, I know this is God. And I have to act. God is His Word. And when He speaks, it's His Word. And if He gives direction, that's where to go. We have to act on it. Everything that God does, He does through His Word. When God created the world... He created the world through His Word. 
And then he gave authority to man to run the earth through his word. He spoke it to Adam. And once he said it, Adam had dominion. No question asked. Amen. Before he sinned. Just God telling him, I've given you dominion over everything. Just the word spoken gave Adam dominion. And when God said, you've lost it, guess what? He lost it. When God says it, it's done. No question asked. No demon is going to say, what did you say? When God has said it, it's done. God created the world... And God is the owner of the world. Amen. And he reserves the right to rule the world. You know, when you read, we say Satan is the God of this world. No, he's not really the owner of the world. He just runs the system of the world. But he doesn't own anything. He's a thief. That's what Jesus called him. Yeah. He doesn't run anything here. I mean, he doesn't own anything. He runs it. Why he runs? Because Adam gave it. Gave him that authority that God gave to him by sinning against God. And that's what Satan wanted. Satan wanted to get that authority. So he lied and made Adam to question the word. Made Adam to question what God said. And God and his word are one and the same. Sin is questioning and acting contrary to what God said. It's simple. And once he questioned what God said and acted on it, he lost the power. He lost the dominion. And then came suffering. Because once you lose that dominion, you're open to Satan's attack. He had the right. And you look like God. He doesn't like God. He doesn't like you. He can't beat God, but you're open. He can't do anything to God, but you look like God. He come after you. That's why Revelation 2 tells us that he's come with great wrath after he was thrown down from heaven. Woe to the earth, he says. Because Satan doesn't like people that look like God. <laughs> and when you get saved, you don't, he really don't like you. But thank God we have the authority. So he got that authority from Adam. So he runs, but God still reserves the right to rule the world. The world is his. The, world, the earth is the Lord's. And what? And the fullness thereof, God still, and this is the Old Testament, not the New. Even though Satan has that authority, God is still saying, I own everything. All the gold, everything in it, they're all mine. The system that worked, that Satan can have. But then Jesus came and took that authority from him. Amen? Not through words, but dying on the cross. How did Jesus come? Word become flesh. Died on the cross for us. And gained back that authority. And then gave the word to us. He tells us, Behold, that's Luke 10, 19. Behold, I give you power 
to tread on serpents and on scorpions and over all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall by any means, nothing shall by any means, say with me, nothing. Nothing shall by any means hurt you. That's the word of God. That's the revelation of the word of God. Nothing shall by any means hurt you. Nothing shall by any means hurt you. Don't try to hurt you. Something will try to hurt you. But God said, I've given you authority to tread on serpents and on scorpions and over all the power of the enemy. What's the power of the enemy? Does he own the world? No. He owns this. Um, he can run the system. But we got power over that. Nothing shall by any means hurt you. Nothing shall by any means hurt you. Nothing. So all we need is the revelation of the word of God. Revelation of Jesus Christ himself. That's all we need. That's what the scripture tells us. And Paul said, I never cease to pray for you. Even though that we've become Christians, till today I'm still getting a lot that God's showing me. It's still a lot that I want to know. I want to draw closer to him so he can reveal his son to me. I want to know. I search a lot just to know. I want to know him. Paul said, I want to know him. And I want to know the fellowship of his suffering. I want to know Christ. Don't want to play games. I want to know him. I want to spend my time with me. Show me God. This area, God, show me. Reveal the Son to me. I need the revelation of the Son in this area. And oh God, look at this other area as well. I need the revelation of the Son. I need the revelation of the Son. Anything that God wants to do, He sends His word. And God has already told us this. He told us this in Psalm 105 or 107. Verse 20, he said, he sent his word. When he needs, you, needs to heal you, he, he sends his word. And when you receive the word, the word heals you. He sent his word and healed them. And delivered them from all of their destruction. He sent his word. That's all God, no matter what God does, he does through his word. He sent his word and healed them. And delivered them from their destructions because sickness will cause destruction. That's what God is. So Paul prayed for us. In Ephesians 1, 7 it says that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory. God is the Father of glory. <laughs> Amen. I like that. The Father of glory. Every time God places glory upon your life, He is the Father of it. Amen. And that's what He wants to do. He's the Father of glory. He wants God to give you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of Him. The only revelation we need is the revelation of Jesus Christ. The only revelation I want is the revelation of Jesus Christ. I don't want any kind of revelation. Show me Jesus. Amen. Show me Jesus. I need the revelation of Jesus Christ. I need the revelation of his word. 
I was a little taken back when uh, Pastor Roy uh, came up to take the offering, and he was talking about um, Cornelius, how he gave, and all of that. And there was already a memorial in heaven for this guy. He seemed great. An angel even appeared to him. That's wonderful. But what did God want him to get? The revelation of the word. All the memorial and all the angels appearing. That's nothing. Same for Peter. Let him bring the word to you. Amen. That's what we need. The word of God. He's saying to Cornelius, all your arms okay. You got a memorial in heaven already. And I'm sending an angel to you. That's great. But what you really need is the revelation of Jesus Christ. The revelation of the word. That's what you need. Send for Peter. And look at the link that God went with this man. Cornelius. God not only dealt with Cornelius. He dealt with Peter also. Amen. That vision. All for Peter to be able to give him the word that would transform his life. Give him the life of God. He was already okay. But Peter, just those words. And Peter said, I perceive that God is not a respecter of persons. Everyone that wants to receive the word, he is willing to come to. If you have a heart, he's willing to come to you. Amen. That was not my, my part of my message. I got it from Pastor Roy. <laughs> While he was speaking. <laughs> Amen. So we have a, a wonderful God. Sometimes the enemy wants to make us fret. And the Bible says, don't fret yourself. Don't allow fretting. Jesus is still alive. And you ain't dead. <laughs> You're still alive. God can still do it. Amen? God, there's still time for God. Even if it's one second left, God still has eternity to do it. Remember, a thousand years is like one day. When you have the revelation of the word, time doesn't matter. Time doesn't matter. What matters is whether you have received the word. Amen? The word works. The word works every time. God's eyes, I don't, God doesn't need to blink. We blink so that we can have moisture over our eyes. God doesn't need that. He doesn't blink over a fly trying to fly around his face. He's constantly watching. And the Bible says, what is he watching over? His word. He watches over his word. He wants to see who has received the word. So if you have the word in you, he says, ah, you got it. Oh, he looks around again. And, oh, that, he got the word? Let's give it to him. Oh, she's got the word there? Let's baptize her with it. All he's after is the word. He's the revelation of the word. That's all we need. 
Once you have the word in you, that's why he says, you repeat the word. This book of the law shall not depart from your mouth. Meditate in it day and night. That's the way you're receiving the word over and over again until you are baptized with the word. And God looks over. Who oh, he got the word. Here we go. Angel, serve him. Amen. Because they have been sent to minister for those. Look, notice what it says. Minister not to, for. Minister for those. Carry out what you are asking. And the Holy Spirit is there also. That creative force. Amen? That brings the word of God alive in your life. When you speak the word, because it's the word of God, it's almost like the word in the beginning. And because you have been sanctified by the Holy Spirit, when you speak the word, it's as if Jesus is speaking the word, especially when you speak the word in his name. And the Spirit of God is saying, here is confirmation. Just like God said, let there be light. Woof, light. Amen. When we speak with faith in our heart. So he prayed. See, if God will reveal to himself to you in a special way, yeah. Uh, some person said, the minister said, if you see Jesus, you'll never be the same. If you see Jesus, you'll never be the same. We don't preach it that way literally right these days, but in the days of uh, Smith Wigglesworth, T.L. Osborne, and all those people, that's what they, they prayed. But a lot of people went the other way. They just wanted to some kind of a sign. But he, he, his word, the words of Jesus had to match what the scripture said. But T.L. Osborne said, I saw Jesus. He stood in my room. That was, there was T.L. Osborne before and T.L. Osborne after that. Big difference. So we still have to crave to see him. We don't pray for him to come and read his dear husband didn't pray. Paul didn't pray. But I can never let go of the old te- the New Testament, Acts of the Apostles. Many times Jesus appeared himself to Paul and spoke to him. Appeared to Ananias. How I many remember that? But then, then the Holy Spirit speaks. Separate me. I want that kind of faith in God. That's what I desire. And Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Now, let me let you know this. The greatest uh, hindrance for us is corporate faith. Everybody, especially in this part of our world, we have so individualistic. It's me. In that time, it wasn't that way. They all were believing together. And there was such manifestation. When we give up the ways of the world, and we decide we're going to go after God with everything, we'll see manifestations. And I'm speaking to the Ark Fellowship. When nothing else matters, but the work of God, to see the work on, the word, 
spreading over the world. I'm in it. That's my life. No matter what happens to me, I'll give my life for that. When God sees it in any group, any who excited about him, watch out for the revelation of his son and great manifestations, unusual manifestations. It's through the revelation of the word. I have to remind myself, many days I remember my early days in Christ when I was newly saved. Knew very little. But what I wanted in his presence. I know a lot more now and I keep saying to myself, (laughs) he is just strong with the same fire as before. He's seeking God more now, even with more revelation from God over years. I want to seek him. I want to seek him. Amen? I want to seek him. The Spirit of the Lord is here tonight. And the Spirit of glory is here tonight. Stand up with me tonight. Didn't get through my message. I thought it was just going to be one night message, but I can't do it. (laughs) So come back next uh, Wednesday. Because the revelation of Jesus Christ is all we need. The revelation of his word. There's a song that says, my soul thirsts for thee. My heart yearns for the living God. 